making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. broadcast service to the king as kim miller brings us a message out of matthew 25 40 which says and the king shall answer and say unto them verily i say unto you inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren ye have done it unto me hello and thank you for joining us in this broadcast of woman at the well ministries it is an absolute truth that as christians we are to serve the king of kings it is an absolute truth that as christians we've got to show up for duty and we've got to show up on the scenes in the world that we can bring god into the situation and allow him to do his marvelous work we're just a conduit of the grace and the love and the mercy that god so freely bestows on each of us and allows us to be part of his work for the kingdom. But it is all too often that people get so caught up in their day-to-day chores, in the responsibilities for home and work, and in the hobbies that they've picked up, or perhaps even in just life in general, that we don't do service for the king. And I think it's high time that each one of us Assess our lives to see who are we serving? Are we serving God or are we serving ourselves? Or are we serving Satan? Which oftentimes he uses us serving ourselves to serve him because it takes us away from what God would have us to do for him. We're often so busy and busyness is one of the greatest tools that the devil uses to distract us and to take us away from the abundant life that God has for us and for the service that God wants us to do for him in this world. The point I want to ponder as we begin to look at this passage of scripture in Matthew chapter 25 is this what have you done this day this week or this month or even this year as service for the king now we all know that salvation is free and it's a gift of God and we can't work our way into heaven but we also know that James tells us that our works show our love and commitment to Christ. And that once we have become a born-again believer and we have experienced the freedom in Christ, the grace and the mercy and the love that he's bestowed upon us, that we want to work for him. And so our works will be manifested of our love that is in us for him. So we need to make sure that we take these self-assessments 
and see who it is we're working for. Where are we spending our time? And where are we spending our money? In Matthew chapter 25 and verse 34, he says this. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was an hungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous say, answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we these and a hungered and fed thee, or thirsty and gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger and took thee in, or naked and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick or in prison and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Wow. Serving the king means serving others. Serving the king means when you realize a need that someone has regardless of who that person is and it's a need that you have the ability to feel then you have the opportunity to serve the king by serving others i bring your attention to luke chapter 10 a very familiar story often it's referred to as the good samaritan but there's a verse that is said and spoken in that one in verse 36 of chapter 10. The Bible reads, Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And verse 37 says, And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, Go and do thou likewise. The story of the Good Samaritan, a man has fallen on the wayside. Thieves have come, and they have hurt him, and they've taken all he has, and people went by and did nothing. But then there was a man who came who was a stranger, and he stopped. And he helped him, and he took him with him, got him a place to stay, told the innkeeper that anything else he incurs, when he comes back, he will gladly pay him for it and this stranger saw a need and was fully willing to sacrifice and to put himself out to help this individual because he knew not just that it was the right thing to do but he knew about mercy you know about mercy if you know the Lord as your Savior, you know all about mercy. You know all about grace, the unmerited favor that God placed upon your life. The mercy that Jesus took your sins, put them in his body, bore them, though he had never committed a sin, took the penalty 
that you and I might go free. And it was far more than just a payment of money. It was far more than just spending some time. No, not only did he bear our sins physically, but the father could not look upon sin, so he had to turn away from his only son. You and I have never experienced what it feels like to have God turn his back on us because he will never leave us nor forsake us. And those of you who don't know him as Savior, he is still reaching out to you, still providing for you, still allowing you to have an opportunity to come to him and accept him as Savior. We don't know what that feels like. Yet so often we find ourselves unwilling to give any mercy. Unwilling to sacrifice our own selves. And it's just a little time. Maybe just a little convenience. You'll never know what going out of your way just a little bit might do for someone else. How it may show them that there is a reality in serving a God who is alive and real. You see, all these people who went by they never had any impact on this man's life at all. Certainly not for any good. But then the Good Samaritan comes by. And can't you just picture in your mind how this robbed and beaten and left to die man must have felt for this stranger to care enough to stop what he was doing, to delay his plans and offer help? Who do you think you are that you can't delay one of your plans to do work for the kingdom? I remember one time I was leaving for church and I was later, going to be later than I normally am because I can't stand to be late. And I was praying for people in my community. I was praying for people in my neighborhood and I was going down the hill to the place I live and there's a lot of people live in that subdivision, and coming up the hill, there was this young girl, and she just looked downtrodden, and she just looked awful. And here I was, all ready to go to church, going to serve the Lord, going to get to church. And I saw her, and I was stopped at the bottom of the hill because I had to stop because of oncoming traffic. And I couldn't get my eyes off of her. And I thought, boy, she, she looks like she could really use a friend. She looks like she could really... Use the Lord. It's a shame I'm on my way to the house of God. It's a shame I'm off to do the Lord's work. And I turned on to the road, and I continued to church. The whole time I was in church, the Lord really dealt with me. You see, the work he had for me at that moment was to reach her, not to sit on the pew in my church. And I was so caught up with going to church which is a wonderful thing to do that we all should do, that I neglected to let him delay me because I couldn't be late or allow him to rethink my path for me because I couldn't be inconvenienced. And so in the middle of that church service, I realized that I had done wrong and that I desperately needed to find this girl and talk to her. And I left church with a beeline to the car. And I rode around my neighborhood thinking somehow an hour and a half, two hours later, 
that I was going to find this girl walking. And I didn't. So for days in the morning and in the evening and every time I could, I would look for this girl. And one day I found her. And I got out of the car and I had a conversation with her. And I don't know if the Lord helped her, but he sure helped me. And I was able to pray with her. But I know one thing. I know that the, world, the Lord's work did not get done that day through me. And the comfort and the blessings that she needed did not come to her through me that day. And I wonder how many of us are guilty of that. Even thinking we're off to do the right thing, but we don't serve the king. We're serving ourselves or we're serving our own schedule. You see, we are a vessel to serve the king. So what have you done to feed him, to clothe him, to comfort him, to visit him? This day, this week, this month, or this year. Thank you all for joining us today for this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by our program today, and we encourage you to share your prayer requests or testimonies or any feedback that you have. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your daily walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you are interested in partnering with Woman at the Well Ministries, please feel free to email us or write to us at Woman at the Well Ministries, P.O. Box 875, Milton, West Virginia, 25541. We would also like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your thoughts and your prayers, and you are all in our prayers. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Have a wonderful and blessed day in the Lord.